DBHDD is reminding Georgians to ask their doctor about alternatives to opioid pain medication. Alternatives such as over-the-counter medications and physical therapy can be used to manage pain. More information at opioidresponse.info. Hey there, I'm Kalina Bowler. I work behind the scenes in Georgia's booming film industry. On this podcast, we meet the people whose names, like mine, you see when the credits roll. Roll out the red carpet. It's the credits from Georgia Public Broadcasting. Many of the people who work behind the scenes on a movie or TV show are like privates in an army. They do their jobs to help make people in front of the camera look good. But who's the corporal keeping an eye on all these privates? Enter Curtis Bonds Baker. He's a stills photographer. He takes photos of cast and crew both on set and behind the scenes. His credits include a number of features and TV shows like FX's Atlanta and MTV's Scream. His photos often appear in marketing material. For instance, if you've ever scrolled over Stranger Things on Netflix, some of those photos that pop up were actually taken by Curtis. He told me a big part of his job, ironically, is trying to remain invisible. I kind of fade into the shadows and, and I'm always watching. My whole day is my eyes are scanning the room. I, I watch the director. If he's approaching the actors, that's kind of that's a shot people like is the director's talking to actors. Right. Um, actors goofing off or just, you know, between takes being themselves. Um, I like to, I learn from everybody on set. I watch every single position, the grips, the electricians, the rest of my camera team. Um, definitely the director of photography, directors. Um, I watch them and how they work. I watch them discussing and I get to listen to what they're talking about. So in, in a non, non-official way, yes, I do listen in on creative thinking. It doesn't really affect my job. I do like to see what's going to happen next so I can start thinking about if they're going to put the camera there, that might be a good shot for me. Um, I need to know at least a little bit of what's happening in the scenes so that if there's a, an important moment, I need to make sure I'm there for that. I got you. Versus if it's something that's completely not important, if it's someone just pushing a button and if it's a tight shot on that, I may be able to go to the camera truck and download my pictures or do something that fills in my my day otherwise. People know by now, most people who pay attention know that there's somebody who's on a set that takes the still photography. Mm-hmm. Um, but from what I have gathered from watching you and seeing all the different things you do, are there different types of stills that can be, uh, taken on a set? There's, uh, I'd like to classify it in probably three, maybe three or four different, uh, uses for stills. The, what I call the main, the main job is called unit stills where you're hired by publicity or the photo editor or by the studio to come in and document not so much the whole day, but really get capture the scenes and actors, you know, as alongside the movie camera, the big cameras. Right. I'm trying to capture those same images uh, as close to the original shot as possible. You do this at the exact same time they're rolling. Right. So I'm I'm beside the cameras basically all day. Wow. Um, typically, there's two, maybe three cameras, or even one on some shows, but. On a two-camera show like this one I'm on now, there's A and B camera. A mm-hmm. is typically the main shot. Right. B may be a different angle or something a little extra. Um, so I'll start off by A camera, get that shot, 
I, I carry two cameras at a time, maybe three or sometimes even four, but usually two cameras. Uh, so I can shoot a tight shot and I can also shoot a wide shot at the same time during the same take, maybe during the first take. And then if I feel like I've got enough or I've got, got the best possible shot from that angle, I'll move over to the B camera on the second take and just get something different. Um, so I try to get as much coverage per scene and per take as possible. Uh, really like the idea of capturing an image of maybe one day somebody iconic and having that picture, you know, you see that pop up every once in a while. And I mean, Taxi Driver is a movie that, that mm -hmm. speaks to me just because of the imagery. And I've got, um, I've got the book of all the photographs and there's just some full size, full big page pictures of Robert De Niro in a mohawk just staring right at the camera. Yeah. And those kind of things really speak to me. I mean, looking at pictures from the, you know, behind the scenes of Star Wars, like photographs like that, that of just the actors hanging out. And I've, I've always loved to be able to see past the, the lit sets and the perfect, perfect everything. And I liked seeing the behind the scenes. I like pictures of Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones yeah. passed out behind a curtain when Annie Leibovitz was photographing them backstage. <laughs> yeah. So that's what really drives me is just kind of getting that, getting, hopefully getting something that might one day be iconic. Well, I, I'd say you've accomplished that already from your work on season one of Stranger Things. I mean, I, we got lucky. I mean, you, I, I mean, we, talk I got, about I got luck. Lucky. There was some amazing creative minds behind all that. Your pictures um, are literally across the globe right now. Yeah, and they pop up a lot, and you're just sort of sometimes you don't realize, like you know, that I didn't know that was even out. So then I'll I'll grab it and maybe post it on my Instagram. And it's it's nice to it's nice to have worked on something that became such a hit um, while we were making it. We knew it was going to be something different, maybe maybe good. I. I Reading the scripts, I've, you know, sounded like a good story. Then I read about a monster, and I'm like, "What's? I don't know about this." <laughs> uh, but while we were shooting it, they, they, cut together the first two episodes, kind of rough cuts. But we got to sit in a room with cast and crew, and we watched it. Um, I'm sitting there with the kids. I'm sitting there next to Winona Ryder, and and we're watching them on screen, and that was a sort of surreal experience. Uh, but but when we watched that, we got to realize that this is going to be something pretty good. I mean, this was de definitely different. And growing up in the 80s, mm -hmm. it was nice to to see all that on film um, and be in those sets and all that. It was just an amazing experience. But I'm yeah. telling you, nostalgia overload. Big time. I mean, being, <laughs> being in the sets, I mean, the crew and I would just, you'd pick up a He-Man toy and be like, God, I, mean, I had the same toy. Uh, <laughs> Millennium Falcon, all that stuff. I mean, they did a really good job. Um, Prop master, Linda Reese, um, great friend. She did so well. I mean, she just, they, they pulled together so many, so many little details that nobody even saw or thought of, um, but just phones and, and labels of, you know, the old ego boxes and yeah. so much research went into that and a lot you of hard tell. work. Yeah. You could absolutely tell. Very well done. I'll tell you, you know, you're a pretty humble guy. And if, if I Thank do, you. if you do say so I, yourself. Sometimes, yes. <laughs> I, I think you're um, pretty humble for what you have accomplished uh, so far, especially in the last few years. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I've read your uh, your piece that was in 500 Pixels mm -hmm. um, from your work that uh, you did on Stranger Things. Uh, where do you want to go from here? Um, there's, I think, as I even I hate using the word artist. I know I guess I am an artist because photography is an that, art, but I just I've thing. never never really thought of myself as an artist. But I anyway, think. I have a very creative brain, and I you know don't sleep well because there's always something. All the gears are always turning. Um, 
but I just want to, there's really no, you're, you've never made it. You never, I'm never going to have made it. Um, there's work that I, there's types of work that I would like to do. There's obviously I want to do more work. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to have, I don't necessarily want to go to the huge features. I don't want to be shooting, you know, stunts and, and transformers and huge explosions, but I want to be on good quality films with good actors, nice actors. It's always, it's always helps to be on a set with somebody that's friendly and doesn't mind being photographed. Um, I'd like to do more. I, I love portraits. I love intimate time with an actor or with anybody really. And I can take my time and shoot them the way I want to shoot them. So I like, I think using my current job of having access to people all over the world and, you know, of different fame and fortunes and whatnot, um, I can gain trust and I can pull people aside and say, let me just grab this photo of you. I, I always, I've always got a portrait idea in mind. If there's a, if there's a window and there's some light, I'm like, Hey, come over here just for a second. And I do that on set. I'll just grab people if they're standing there, pull them over, just get a quick shot. That's well, it, hopefully it one day be my personal work that, you know, when I can share it. Um, I mean, even on stranger things, we would have some scenes and actors were just standing off to the side and I'd grab, I pulled all the kids out one day at lunch and just said, stand against this wall. And I had this nice lineup of, of almost all the, uh, the young actors, um, just outside at lunch with their, you know, in costume, but maybe just with a warming coat on. So you could tell it wasn't, (laughs) wasn't during the, during the scene. Um, I'd love working on shows that have, you know, as a a period piece, like stranger things was in 1980s and being able to. All, every photograph came out as if it was taken in that time was was fun because you have the, the wardrobe and all the props match. Um, so it's nice to do things where people were fully dressed in a in a period in a time period. We did a great movie with Jeremy Irons called An Actor Prepares. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jeremy Irons was somebody you know a very legendary someone that's oh, been yeah. around for a long time. Yeah, um, just a complete. I mean, beyond the word gentleman, but he was very fatherly. He was very nice to everyone. He was. You know, very affectionate. I mean, he'd hold your arm while he talked to you. And yeah. um, I got pulled in and cast as the, the wedding photographer during a wedding scene. So I'm in there with Jeremy. and Oh, um, you're in the scene. Yeah, they, they pulled nice. me in. So I <laughs> went, and went to wardrobe and got me a shirt and a blazer. Nice. Um, so I had to uh, pretend to be a f- photographer. Um, <laughs> so, you know, Jeremy Irons comes up and adjusts my collar and, you know, makes sure my wardrobe's correct. And, you know, right up in my face with his hand-rolled cigarettes and <laughs> blowing smoke in my face. But that's one of those little little highlights of, of your life of working in this business is when you have these experiences. Um, similar experience on this current show, which I can't – I'm not going to say anything about it because it will be giving stuff away. Mm-hmm. But I had access to an actor, and it was just some of these rare things where, like, I can't believe that I got to be there for that. Um, leave everybody in suspense for what that was. But uh, it's been nice to just – be on shows with good cast, good crew, basically, and, and good light. I like, I like shooting with light. <laughs> That's Curtis Bonds Baker. He's a stills photographer in Georgia's film industry. We've posted some of Curtis's photos at thecreditspodcast.com. And that's a wrap for us today. But we want to hear from you, like we heard from Bruce. Bruce Peoples is an aspiring actor in Atlanta. He reached out to us on Facebook. He says, quote, For every big-name actor in a film, there are hundreds of folks working behind the scenes to make it happen. I couldn't agree with you more, Bruce. We also got an email from Laura Bell. She teaches writing at Mercer University in Macon. She asked, 
how can we get more location scouts to Macon? She says there's so much poverty there, but that also makes for cheap labor, eager labor, and locations to film scenes. Any advice, she asks. Thanks for reaching out, Laura. Um, I know personally that we send a lot of scouts make to Macon all the time to scout for various projects. The city of Macon is very film friendly, by the way. I would suggest that you call the Macon Film Commission at 478-227-5281. Feedback, especially in this time, is extremely important to the life of our industry in the state. It goes a long way. Thanks so much for your comments. We want to hear more from you. You can reach us at thecredits at gpb.org. We're also on Twitter and Facebook. Subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a rating, please. Sean Powers produces the show and Don Smith edits it. Our music is by MBB. The Credits is a production of Georgia Public Broadcasting. I'm Kalina Bowler. See you after the movies. <laughs>